0: This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock, Las Vegas. Do you want to know a fun fact about me? I almost joined the military when I was 18 years old. Another fun fact that directly correlates with that, at the time I was also working for Granger and drove a forklift. I'll explain later how they relate. But it's funny how many turns life can take and where it can eventually end up. So I spent the whole summer after high school in like a weird fairy tale. First, let me start with the hoopla. Okay, one of our senior class teachers threw a party at the end of the school year every year for her students at her house. She called it Hopper's Hoopla. She was so fucking dope, though. It it wasn't creepy or anything like that. Like her husband was an FBI agent. It was like a safe neighborhood. There wasn't any alcohol. But I started playing like kids games, tag, hide and go seek. And I randomly got a crush on a boy that I never even talked to in school. It was literally like a schoolgirl crush. Like I started liking this dude after he tagged me. Like, what the fuck? So anyway, I spent the whole summer with this boy, which looking back, I'm super bummed about because I missed an entire summer with my girlfriends. Such an important summer, too, because it's like right before everyone goes off to college. He lived on the outskirts of our town in like the middle of nowhere on this huge piece of land. You you needed a tractor to like cover the whole backyard. It was huge. His parents hated me. okay? like they were pharmacists and they didn't like the bimbo blonde who was keeping their little boy out all night. And this dude was a scumbag by the way, like nothing innocent about him at all. And I think he had like three of us who was playing at the same time. But anyway, his mom absolutely despised me and would call me by his ex-girlfriend's name on purpose, And which honestly, good for her. Like I'd probably do the same thing if I was his mom, but whatever. So he did go on to marry one of us three and it wasn't me obviously, or the ex that his, often, his mom often called me by. So near the end of summer, I started working a seasonal position at Granger. If you don't know what granger is it's like a company where you could literally buy everything in the world to build stuff or do plumbing or repairs or whatever so my aunt who is like one of my favorite people on the planet um she's worked there for years used to work there for years at this time let me actually just take a second to shout kathy out because i fucking love her okay she's my mom's sister so obviously she's amazing and her and i got super close when i got pregnant and she started coming to vegas with my mom so kathy i'm so grateful for you and our relationship Like she's so involved with the twins and in my life and I just fucking love her. So anyway, so Kathy gets me and my mom and my grandpa this job and it's literally eight hours of sorting nuts and bolts and washers, like individually packaged washers. (laughs) Like if you know what a washer is, it's like the littlest fucking thing. Anyway, it was great money, horrible hours, but worth the 40 minute drive every day. So I did this while I was transitioning into school at Akron. And it wasn't too far from Granger, so it worked out perfect. Um, my first week of class, that boyfriend showed up at my dorm and like beat on the door like a crazy person because I didn't answer my phone for a day. Um, and I don't even know how he got all the way up to my room. Pretty sure you like a pass to even like enter the building, but he did, and that's why we broke up. Um, it was a clean break too, never talked again, Like no big deal. So working graveyard and trying to attend 7 a.m. class was not the business. Plus, when I did get my paychecks, I spent them on partying and alcohol. Um, and my classmates thought I was a stripper. And I actually didn't find this out until years later. Like my one of my best friends, she went to school there with me and she's like, oh yeah, I remember when everyone thought you were a stripper? And I was like, yeah, did they? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so I barely finished a semester there and then I moved back home. And after the six months of seasonal help, I got hired on full-time. Um, I was trained on a forklift and literally moved pallets it's crazy that they let me operate heavy machinery. So while working there, I met this girl who was in the National Guard and she sold me fucking dreams, man. Like I'm not saying that joining the military isn't a great thing, cause it is, but I was lost. I was so lost in my life that I would have grabbed onto any life-saving device. And she knew that, like she could definitely tell and she just sold me fucking dreams. So looking back though, it's crazy that at 18, I thought like I needed my life to be completely figured out. So I signed up like I went to MEPS and everything like (laughs) legitimately was trying to go to the National Guard. And then I get this MySpace message. Yes, friends, a MySpace message. America's Next Top Model wanted me. Well, they wanted me to audition. But (laughs) with the evolution of social media and reaching out to people and finding people like at the time, I thought that that was a huge deal to be like virtually scouted. So I called up my recruiter and I was like, look, dude, this isn't for me. I can't do it. And he's like, what uh-huh <laughs> like you can't just not go to boot camp like you can, you can get arrested i'm like nah dude that's not actually true I, I already looked into it i didn't but i never heard from him again so and no disrespect to the military please i don't need a bunch of vets telling me what a piece of shit i am like thank you obviously it was fucked up what i did by not going but i didn't and it's over with so whatever um obviously i didn't make america's next top model either because i'm not a model. Remember uh but looking back on my life and like how much my life would have changed like that year was such a mess honestly like my best friend and i weren't speaking that year um uh, my birthday party that june my grandparents thought it would be funny to give me this spy kit that's what we used to use as kids you know it was when harriet the spy was really big it was a great movie by the way um so we had this spy kit it was a a circle, like smiley face, yellow backpack. And in it was like Vandom of the Opera binoculars because we didn't have like real ones. Uh, probably like some rope, maybe a pen, who knows what else. Uh, but we would spy on the neighbors. And then one time I actually made up a story that I thought my papa had killed somebody because I lied and said I found blood in the garage. Clearly that wasn't true, but it was really fun to investigate and like pretend like we were spying on papa, you know. So I think we actually stopped spying on people uh, when her older brother caught us and chased us down the street, throwing eggs at us. Um, but yeah, those were some good years. You know, laying face down in the lawn, wearing all black. My mom always like spring that up. She'd look out the window and just see us laying like face down in the yard, wearing like black sweatshirts and black sweatpants. Uh, but yeah, that was my birthday gift that year. And because her and I were in a fight at the time, I just like stood in front of my whole family sobbing, and it was like so sad. So. But another huge mistake from that day was reconnecting with the boy who stole the next three years of my life he showed up at my birthday party with another friend like late in the night like everyone was already gone i didn't know he was coming contrary to someone's belief the boy was not invited and i had not seen it or spoken to him in years just want to clear that up Um, but for whatever reason that spiraled into hell for the next three years of my life and i don't need to go into any detail about it because i've learned to not think about anything regarding that time in my life, but that was just the start of like, a horrible next three years. But I've always believed, or at least wanted to believe that everything happens for a reason. Like what's that one country song? Like some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Like how many times did you wish a relationship had worked out and it didn't? And then you end up meeting like your husband or your wife. Like sometimes we end up in the wrong place at the wrong time, yes, but other times it's right. Like the inconvenience of forgetting your wallet at home, you know that could be the universe getting you to dodge like a car accident. Like seconds can change your life for the good or the bad, but you don't have to accept that. You have to accept that sometimes things don't go the way that you want because something bigger and better is coming. Like if I would have went to the military, I know for a fact that I wouldn't be looking at my twins today. If I never moved to Vegas, I would have never had a job that allowed me financially to pay for IVF you know? And I mean, in general, my life would not be the same at all if I stayed in Youngstown. And I don't want to blame it on the city. I love where I'm from. But like, I probably would have been sucked into a black hole like everybody else there. Not everybody, but some people in my life. And probably Chris and I wouldn't have lasted. Our relationship might not have lasted if I stayed in Youngstown. But the year that Chris and I bought our house, our landlord told us that we had five weeks to move out. Like we didn't, we had like a month-to-month contract we never had like after the first year we never signed another one and they were like oh sorry we want to sell you have five weeks to move out and like we had just filed our taxes just a few weeks before that and for whatever reason aurora's social security number was wrong on the paperwork and it's in process but because of that little mistake and what we saw as like this huge inconvenience at the time we were able to put a down payment on our home If we had gotten that money only a week earlier we wouldn't have known that we were going to need to buy a house and i'm certain that money would have been spent or put towards bills or whatever so somewhere in that timeline after granger and during my really shitty relationship i was working at this local restaurant back home this is where i first started like in management when i say management it was like running the cash register and like closing out the drawer at the end of the night um i didn't actually manage anyone except like i did like a floor plan but this is also where I learned how to decorate cheesecakes, which is obviously a new side hustle for me and keeping me very busy. Um, but even just that little experience I had at this restaurant, and Janetta's for anyone listening in Youngstown, um, I was able to make a living and a career here in Vegas. So thank you to them because, goddamn, they have the best Italian greens and chicken francais in Youngstown. And I'm not saying Dre's looked at my resume and said, wow, I see you have management experience. You should help run this multi million dollar venue no but it gave me the leadership skills and the confidence in myself because that's all life is it's just little experiences that give us knowledge for what lies ahead especially when they're bad experiences so we could teach future generations not to make the same mistakes and that's what boggles my fucking mind about people who watch their shitty parents be drug addicts and then they follow in those same steps so if you feel like things just aren't happening fast enough or the timing isn't quite right wait because there might be something amazing ahead If you're sad over a boy or a girl, just wait. Someone might be unexpectedly coming into your life. Every choice we make starts this chain of events, the butterfly effect. If you haven't seen the movie, I highly suggest watching it. But think of like one major or minor thing that if it didn't happen, you wouldn't be where you are today. Maybe it was the night that you went to that bar for the first time, like me. Maybe not. (laughs) But take every moment in your life and look at it as an opportunity to set something great into motion. Sound. You can hear me when it's over, what's up? You can hear me when it's over, what's up?